God wants to make a trade with you tonight. So are you ready to find out just what this trade is going to be? I'll give you a hint. You will win in the end. Welcome to Words That Inspire with Dr. Janice Monroe's Modest. Trade-outs are always really exciting. Even with the, the draft, the NBA draft that's about to happen, um, we know that it's always so exciting because the players that they, they trade out, they're really good players. Uh, so just like with, with kids who trade out like Pokemon cards and different cards, the trade-outs are usually pretty equal as well. And when you think about trading a gift, you know, during like gift exchange, they normally give you a range. They will say you can spend, um, give gifts that's worth between five to ten dollars, uh, just so that everyone gets like an equal trade. But today, God wants to do a trade with you, and He doesn't want to do an equal trade. He wants to give you much more than you're able to even give Him. And so let's just talk a little bit uh, tonight, you know, and get into it and just hear what deal God has for you, for you tonight. And trust me, it is a good deal for you tonight. And so we're going to look at Isaiah 61 uh, verses 3. And God mentioned some cool trade, trade outs that he has for us. And one of them, he says, I want to give you beauty for ashes. And I want to just be able to talk about that. Uh, for a little while because I've always heard about beauty for ashes and I just normally think about okay he's going to give me something um, something worthy something that I didn't think was that much and give me give me something better but as I look at it and I thought about it I thought about for example if I had a table a wooden table and it got burnt to a crisp and I come back and it's totally um, turned into ashes and you think about the character of ashes. Why did God use the term ashes? Then you realize that, wow, the table is completely gone. The table is now has even changed its form. So because it's now turned into ashes, I can't walk in and physically pick up the table anymore. I'm just picking up ashes. I'm just picking up dust, just gray dust. And then when you think about when you pick up ashes, what happens to your hands when you when you touch ashes? Your your hands become dirty. And so when we think about ashes, it's totally something that's worthless. It's dirty. It's it's there's nothing beautiful. Even the color, you can't even really tell what color it is. It's like a myriad of colors. And when you when you think about something that's dirty and it's messy and it's changed from its form and then God is saying I want to take that messy situation of your life when you think about what Isaiah was going through at the time and God is saying you know what I'm going to change that all around he says I'm going to take your um, your ashes I'm going to give you beauty I want to take your mourning and I want to give you joy and it's like, wow, what a trade-off when you think about the trade-off um, that, that God is saying. And it talks about he wants to take your 
um, your depression and he wants to give you happiness. And that's the trade-off that we're talking about tonight. So if you have an area of your life tonight that you are willing to trade, you have tuned in the right time, whether it's day, night, whenever you're hearing this um, broadcast or this podcast, uh, God wants to get your attention today. He wants to let you know, hey, I know what you've been going through. I see where you are. And I know that it is time for a trade out. So God is offering you and he's offering me a trade out tonight. So let's go ahead and find some things that we would like to trade off first off, right? And so what are some uh, dead dreams that you may have had? You may have given up on ever going back to school. You may have totally given up on something that was beautiful. It could have been a relationship that started off beautifully and then now it's become toxic. It may have become uh, emotionally draining. Um, So just different areas of your life. uh, You may have been healthy at once and you just got a bad report uh, from the doctors and you, you know, you're at a place right now where you never thought, man, how, you know, you're thinking, how did I even get here? I never thought I would be here today. And so those areas of your life where it's almost as if it's unrecognizable. Because imagine having a, a an object and it's turned into ashes. You can't even recognize anymore uh, what it was. And much less for God to say, I want to take that area of your life and I want to turn it into something beautiful. And when you th- when you think about God's character, we think about in the beginning. Let's just go back to the beginning. We know in the beginning, it was it was null and void. It's what the scripture says, right? So God looked upon the, the earth and he saw nothing. It was just black. It was null. It was void. It was just nothing. And then he looked at nothing and he said, light be. He said, let there be light. And boom, the light came. And then he said, you know, oh, let's get some grass and some trees and some flowers. How about some water that he, you know, we got lakes, we got rivers, we have the sea. And then he said, oh, how about some birds and some animals and some creatures? And because remember, this is from nothing. And he's just speaking these things and they're appearing. And then And then he made us, he made everything. He said it was good. He made us and he said it was very good. And then uh, he rested. That was the the last thing he made was rest. Isn't that awesome that we get to rest? (laughs) And so let's just pause and think about that. Because we know that he said when he made us, he made us in his image and in his likeness, which means that he made us um, like him with the same characteristics as him. And so we know that he would speak things into being and they would appear. His voice was as a creative force and he's given us the same same power, the same authority. And he says, you know, you shall have what you say. And so whatever you say, that's what you're going to have. And sometimes what we do is we say what we have and what we see in front of us. And so we know that God taught us this lesson from before. And he said, um, 
when he saw nothing, he didn't say nothing. When he saw darkness, he didn't say darkness. He said light. There wasn't any trees, but he, he called the trees. And that's the same thing uh, he wants to, to do for, he wants us to be aware of as we go through into this life. And we'll talk more about that. Uh, but first, let's just go through and talk about uh, this trade that he wants to. So as we see that the God of the universe, the creator, I want us to kind of realize his power, his might, um, and the things he's able to do so that now we know who he is. And when he says to us, hey, I want to take your dry areas and turn it around, we can't say, oh, can God do that? And we can't say, can he do it for me or will he do it for me? Because we know that he created you just like he created everything else. And he said when he created us, he said, oh, that is very good. Right. And so he wants us to know, as he said in Ezekiel 37, 26 is a good scripture for you to read whenever you want to remember what God has to say. He said he has a covenant of peace with his children which is a covenant of wholeness, uh, which is like a promise, is even stronger than a promise. Um, because the, the word uh, sh shalom in Hebrew is what we say for peace, but we know that as we look it up in the, you can look it up in the strong concordance to see what it really means. And it talks about it means health, wholeness, wellness, safety, uh, prosperity. Um, just Just basically, just think about every area of your life is what God is saying that he cares about. And so as we think through and as we ponder about what areas in our lives we like to trade off with God, what area in our lives has turned into ashes, what area in our lives has turned messy, what is messy in your life? What are some things you want to hide, you want to cover because, you know, you may be ashamed of it or... um. Just, just what are those uh, areas that you have given up on? You know, you say, oh, I can't achieve that dream anymore. I am too, you know, I'm 70 years old now. I can't. Well, you know what? God is here tonight to make a trade-off. He's saying, you know, if you have some ashes, trade it off with me. Uh, I will give you some beauty. You have some mourning doing, some crying, some sad things going on. I want to trade it off with you uh, for joy. And I know uh, for us, we're thinking, well, that's easier said than done. It may seem that way. But remember, he is the one who created us. And so he knows how to do the trade. So what he's put in place to complete this trade is the sound of your voice. The sound of your voice will unlock. Um, the trade that God has for you. And why do we say that? Well, we went back to the beginning, right? And we know that God said that in his word, His that he said it was so, and that's what happened. And we know the scripture that says, you shall have whatsoever you say. And we know that Jesus also said, um, according to your faith, so shall it be. And so we know that the things that we see is is it's um is manifested by using the things that we cannot see and so we're gonna keep focusing on what are those areas in our lives uh that god wants to do a trade off with us and so some of us may 
um, not have any confidence and we need to trade off for God's confidence. Uh, we may have no self-esteem. We don't realize our worth. And God is saying, hey, I need you to see yourself how I see, how I see you. And so let's look at some quick examples so you don't think I'm making this up, right? So let's hear from God through his word. Let's look at a quick example. We're going to look at David as a good example. And so God came to David and said um, to David in 2 Samuel 7, I'll start with 21, and then you can uh, read that on your own. So uh, this whole story with David is amazing because the people around David did not understand his worth, just like people around you. And sometimes we ourselves don't understand our worth, not realizing that we we are king's kids. And sometimes we stay too long in our mess not realizing that God wants to do a trade-off uh, with us. And so here we go with, with David. Just think about this priest comes to, to his father, Jesse, and say, hey, I want to uh, anoint one of your children to be king. And so get all your kids together, line them up so I can anoint the one that God has chosen to be king. So they get all the kids, they line them up, and then Samuel is confused. He's like, wait, for some reason I'm not hearing. It's one of these. Do you have any more kids? They're like, oh, yeah, just David. He's a shepherd. He's out in the, in the field. And Samuel says, go ahead and call him. So imagine David coming in at the last minute to, to join the lineup. And just to find out that man, they didn't even consider him for the lineup for king. Now, you know, that talk about people discounting you. They totally discounted David. But ironically enough, David was the one that God had chosen to be king. He was the least likely one, but he was the one that God had chosen uh, to be king. And so no matter where you are in your life, no matter how, how low you may feel, you have to realize that you are seeing yourself through your eyes. And people are seeing you through their eyes. But God wants you to see yourself through his eyes. And let's look at David's attitude about what God said about him. And so that we could take up this attitude because David was able to get to, to go from being a shepherd boy to being the king of a mighty nation. A king that is so mighty that we even talk about him today. When I went to Israel, I was able to see peace of the home still standing. And that home is the same promise that God had made to David. God told David, you know what I'm going to do for you, David? It was a trade-off that God gave to David. Um, in verses 9, he says, I'm going to make your name great, like the great ones across the land. Imagine that. Did God keep his promise? Yeah, because it's been thousands of years and we still know about how great David was the great King David. And um, we know that that's from the genealogy of Jesus as well. And so we know that when God said he was going to make him great, he, he, he was not lying. <laughs> and so the same thing with, with us today is God is saying, Hey, I want to make a trade with you. I want to take the dead areas, the messy areas, the unhappy areas of your life, and I want to make it beautiful. I want to give you joy. I want to give you dancing 
for sorrow instead of being sorrowful or depressed. I want to give you dancing. I want to give you a song of praise coming out of your lips. That's what uh, the trade-off that God wants to do uh, for, for us today and even for David. But what's the mindset that David had that we need to be able uh, to put on tonight or today is verse 21. David said, because of your word, another version said, because of your promise, and as you have intended to do for me, or as you have willed to do for me, he was say, telling God, as is your desire for me, he said, God, do all the good things that you told me you would do. How about we respond to God that way tonight? Say, hey, all that good thing you said you were going to do for me, go ahead and do it. That just puts you in a different mindset. It puts you in a position to receive from God. It puts you in a position to change your mindset. So no matter what position you, you are in, wherever you are, you want to say, okay, God, you want to do a trade-off? Fine. I will do a trade-off with you tonight. Why, why not, right? So another thing he told David is he said, I'm going to give you a place. I'm going to appoint a special place for you. Um, and we know that he, David was able to find the land where he was, where he built the temple. And that's the dome right now where the everyone is fighting for that that dome that you see in the pictures when you see Israel that was the land that David had bought but God before he bought it God told him about it and so he went to go ahead and God says he's going to appoint a place um, for David and this is the same thing for us today God has a purpose for you he wants to appoint um, he has already appointed you for a specific place and so our response has to be like David's response and say all right Lord because of your word because you've said you're going to do this go ahead and do this for me and so we we unlock um, the windows of heaven once we open our mouths uh, to call in the abundance that God has already spoken over his children and so um, and then verse 11 God told David, I'm going to give you rest from your enemies. I like that word rest because you've been wrestling so long with with the with this relationship, with your finance, just with life. Life it just always seems to be a battle and sometimes it goes from one thing to the next thing. And God is saying, you know what? How about we do a trade? I I'll give you rest from from your enemies. And so tonight just I just want you to open up your just open up your, just change your language, open up your mouth and just going to say, okay, Lord, all these good things that you are promising me tonight, go ahead and do it. You're giving him the okay to do it. And then, um, we know that in verses 22, David, uh, was started to praise God and tell, tell God that you are great and there is none like you. And, uh, we just know that's also an important part that we have to do and so to make this trade go through as I said we have to unlock it and so we're going to unlock it by speaking God's word over ourselves and over our situation 
And so what find out that thing in your life that you want to see changed and we want to unlock that change with the sound of our voices. Sometimes we call this affirmation or declaration. We want to say what God said because we know that our tongue, just like God's, is a creative force. It causes things to change around us. So think about what you've been saying, whether it's your children they're not going the right way we want to be able to speak over their lives and say my children are a success and so that you can unlock that in the atmosphere so that God can go through and make those changes it says um, another quick example to wrap up will be Ezekiel if you look at Ezekiel 37 and we're going to see how God works we see that Ezekiel as well was hopeless and the people around him was just hopeless and he was a prophet. A prophet is just someone who says what God says and we know that right now we have God's word so we could absolutely say what God says because we can read it and so when we look at Ezekiel God gave him the example of dead bones and he wanted him to be able to bring hope to the people so God showed him these uh, a valley of dry bones and so that we know that bone signifies death, just like ashes. And God said, God said, speak to the bones and tell it to come alive. And Ezekiel went ahead. He spoke to the bones. He told the bones to come alive and the bones came alive. And God wanted his children to know that is how you deal with situation that looks dead. You speak to it and you tell it what you want it to do. You tell it to turn around, you make that trade off. And so even as Ezekiel did that, you can read that in Ezekiel 37. And then in verse 26, God reminded Ezekiel like, hey, I have a covenant with you. I have a covenant of shalom with you. And so we have to know that when things are not going right, God has a covenant with us so that, and then he wants us to make that trade off, trade off, what we what we're going through because we know that's the enemy's plan we know the enemy john 10 10 said the enemy come to kill steal and destroy but jesus yeshua has come that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly so we know that jesus came to do that trade-off for us to make sure that we're able to accomplish that trade-off all right and so we know that how we get into this covenant is by our words and we just accept him and say yes lord we you know we know what you've done for us we know you've made an atonement for 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 us you've made a, a trade-off you've made a deal with us so that we can get full access to your throne okay and that's that sometimes people miss that because you know that's just god's economy in God's economy, that's how you make a trade-off. Everyone has their own economy. God have his ways. And we know that his ways is higher than our ways. Sometimes we can't comprehend it, but we just have to trust. We just have to trust just as David had to trust and he had to change his mindset and he had to do what God said. And he said, God, go ahead and do it. And just like Elijah, when God told Elijah, sorry, Elijah, um, in Ezekiel 37, he said, hey, speak to the bones and tell it to come alive. Ezekiel didn't stop and say, oh my gosh, I don't know if I have the power. I don't know if I have the faith. I don't know. 
He did it. And God was faithful. So whatever you may be going through tonight, I want you to unlock the sound of your voice and speak over that situation, whatever that situation is that you may be going through and watch God do the turnaround. So let's make tonight your turnaround night. Let's make today your trading day. Okay. And so go ahead and take your time, write down some things you would like to trade and then write some affirmations for those. So if you feel that you're having a tough time prospering, you're going to have to change that and says, I am prospering. I am successful. My children are successful. <clears throat> My relationship is healthy. It's whole. All right. So we're going to have to start speaking some things. And if you can always go to um, JaniceModest.com. Uh, I know you can find it on Amazon as well as an affirmation journal. But once you type in my name on Amazon, it's going to come up. It's going to help you if you need to have some positive um, sayings from God over your life, such as my children are successful everywhere, such as everything I touch prospers. You know, we want to be the one to unlock it. And God is calling us right now to do some trades with us. Trade your sickness for healing and speak healing and health over your body. And so this is what uh, this trade-off that I started off talking with. This is trade-in day. And so go ahead and trade those things in. Um, you're going to get some phone numbers and some, some information at the end. And... Um, I can't wait to see you start unlocking some things and trading in some things, um, not just with anyone, with the God of the universe who has a covenant. He has a promise uh, that he has made uh, to you and that he wants to do some great things through you. And we have to remember that it is all for his glory. He wants it all for his glory. He wants to make sure that people know that you are his child and that you can come back and you can say, hey, I made some trade-off. Now you can go and help someone else uh, make their trade-off. So whatever that area is of your life, that's, that's what makes prayer so powerful because prayer is speaking out loud. You speak into God and he is taking your words and he is ensuring that his words go forth. That's why it's so important to speak his word. And so just like um, when he told David, I'm going to make your name great. You know what? David said, go ahead and do it. And so guys, you guys know uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, because if you follow me, you know that I love to use that scripture. And we know that God is just showing us, hey, I have a promise for you. I have goodness for you. I know what the enemy has for you, but I also know what I have for you. And we know who's going to win. Right. So let's side with God. But what we do sometimes is we side with the enemy. We say what we see. So we say, um, you know, there go dead bones. There go darkness. But we're supposed to say, no, dead bones, you live. Here's life. Come alive. Come alive. Come alive. And so we speak over things and we speak success over everything that, that we have, everything that we do. Um, and we're not doing it just because. No, we're doing it because we serve a mighty God and that's what he says to do. And so we're going to say it in faith and we're going to believe it in faith. That's how we unlock. That's how we trade off um, from poverty to prosperity. If you need something, who who better to go to? I, would, I prefer to go to the God who created everything. He said the silver and the gold is mine. 
He said, if I was hungry, I wouldn't ask you because the cattle upon a thousand hills are mine. I own everything. And so if he owns everything and he owns me, he owns you and you belong to him. Uh, if you haven't made that decision, you better make it quickly so we could get into this trade, right? And let him trade your ashes and give you beauty and trade your mourning and give you joy. All right. So can't wait to hear from you guys. If you've been touched by this, you have the phone numbers on there. If you need prayer, um, you can always um, follow up. If this is, um, this could be a, a, a broadcast, sorry, and it's also a podcast. So either way, you're going to get the information online or at the end of the broadcast. And so we will see you again next time. Until then, enjoy your trading day and start trading some stuff, changing up the words that you're saying and say the things that God has said about you and see yourself as God sees you as royalty. See you again next time.